Slipknot bringing you back? Bringing me back. Is it bringing back your Jinko jeans? <laughs> I did that too. Summer, last week. you opened up a weird, uh, crazy <laughs> hole from some other like parallel universe of Y2K. You know this, right? <laughs> I like, did. I've, we've been seeing Y2K like with this new sort of retro vibe where people are starting to want to wear Y2K clothes again and stuff like that. And of course, that's like, I mean, what Y2K era were you, you were in high school, right, Kate? Uh, middle school. Middle school. Yeah. So that makes sense. Pen 15, Pen 15. is yeah. huge. And so. My idols were Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. And <laughs> which, by the way, Christy this is Carlson be, Romano. I bet we can mention Pen 15 three times in this podcast. Watch. <laughs> Well, but they we're tweeted talking, me. Huh? They tweeted me about the fashion See? sense last week. See, <laughs> that's twice. And the reason I bring this up is I sent you both the trailer, the Hulu trailer for the Von Dutch uh, documentary that's coming out. Okay, remember how expensive Von Dutch was? Yes. This whole Paris Hilton like era of things, but all the stars were wearing Von Dutch. But apparently, there's a true crime. Like story around the people that claim to have started Von Dutch. And so Hulu, of course, cracking in on that mystery. And we all get to watch it like November 18th or something like that. The so, whole like journey of the trailer for me was the first, I don't know, 30 seconds. It's walking down Von Dutch memory lane. And I'm like, oh, this is this is interesting. This is Von Dutch, be fun to watch. Uh, juicy memories. And then it turns into all of this, like, there was money, money laundering and murder, and all. I was like, huh? And so it was, like, the two the two faces of, like, theater, right? Beginning of the trailer was smile, and then it was, Ugh, It was horror. chaos. It was, like, just, yeah, it was total chaos. So just in the trailer. So it's called The Curse of Von Dutch. It. Yeah, and it, it looks amazing. And also, like I said, that with Britney getting freed, and I don't know, there's just this new resurgence. With Biscuit. Um, yeah, so yeah, let's just end it there. We will blame Summer for wearing Jinko <laughs> jeans for Spirit Week last week, and then um, Limp Biscuit for Still Sucks, new album from Limp Biscuit out. If you want to go venture into it, go for it. We have it. not listened to it. Did you say and Lit? We won't talk about well. it today. <laughs> lit dropped uh, a new song. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, shall we get right to it and start talking new music? Things start thinning out as we start getting into the end of the year. So, yeah. But some really strong contenders today. And I know Kate is a little bit miffed hmm. over the album that you were really excited about, right? But we'll get to that. So we should go straight into the heavy hitter. <laughs> Nathaniel Rateliff in the Night Sweats. Yes, I love our state. We've got so much talent here in Colorado. It's like unlike anywhere else, I feel. Um, we're in our own little bubble. But Nathaniel Rateliff came out with his new album called The Future Today. And it really kind of is the future. The title track, so different than what we've heard from him. And I just kind of wrote down the first things that I was thinking about it. There's pedal steel. Uh, his vocals kick off almost like Bob Dylan-esque. Wow. I was going to say, when did he sound this much like Bob Dylan throughout the album, right? right? I haven't uh, dove into it yet. Now you have me intrigued as a Bob Dylan instantly. fan. Instantly. Yes. Yeah. Very, very different. And then you get the horns, the backing choir-like vocals, and then his powerful voice. I feel like he's more, he's pushed his voice past, like, how awesome it is. More gritty. Uh, his, I, I don't know, howl, I guess his howls are even more powerful than, I didn't think that was possible with him. So that first track... The future kicks it off. And of course, we've been playing Survivor. Gives me those 
Black Keys vibes. I love that song. So um, his the label when they first sent us um, Survivor, they were like, "Look, this is going to be an incredible album and like something we haven't heard from from them." So yes. I don't know. Do you agree with I that? I totally agree. Um, all the songs are so different. Like I get Elton John vibes. I get Morrison, uh, Dylan. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then there's the heavy hitting horns. I feel like the instruments have like even pumped up as well. Um, but there's another song called Love Don't. That's the final song. And it goes kind of back to the first sounds that we heard from Nathaniel Rateliff. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of Need Never Get Old, that that single. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of starts off different and then it ends with what you know and what you might be more comfortable with. And I just think everything in between is just super good. That's pretty smart yeah. of him to do. Like, mm-hmm. not diving all the way into just totally experimental for him. Yeah. I love it, I love it through and through. And I just have to say, like, Nathaniel Rateliff is one of those artists that I can listen with my parents and my mother-in-law. Like, they're way older. They love country. They love uh, blues. Mm-hmm. So, like, it kind of bonds us, I think. Sure. I have to throw that out there. But they still blend well with yeah. everything else that Alternative is playing right now. So, yeah, I'll dive into the album this weekend. I look forward to it. Cool. Would you, a Saturday morning album? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Open your windows, start cleaning the house, and then throw this on. You'll be good to go. I feel like that's good for hiking up into onto a trail and taking oh, in the scenery. Sure. Yeah. He's so Colorado. He's like, yes. when I listen to his music, I always imagine him playing at Red Rocks. Like, yep, Red too. Rocks oh, is God. his... His, his place. Jam. That's his, his place. <laughs> that video of him, them like walking. There's a video. There, I think they released a whole, probably Red Rocks DVD or something like that. But when they walk out, it is like they just own that stage. It's pretty amazing. I bet he can just show up anytime, <laughs> anytime. he wants, even if it's not his show. Just walk backstage. Here I, I am. This is my. House. They invited uh, X1039 to their first Red Rock show, and his mom was there, and Aww. like there was catering backstage, and it was just super cool. Like that's awesome. I just can't super imagine cool. like how huge that must be for a Colorado artist to play there. Mm-hmm. That's that's life changing. So check out the new album from Nathaniel Rateliff, The Future. You will not be disappointed. All right. Well, the much anticipated release from snail mail the whole album of valentine out we had three songs for a while uh, valentine ben franklin and madonna and madonna by the way is not about madonna it's about something totally different it's about putting people on a pedestal and worshiping actual people that maybe don't need that right so um but a fantastic like follow-up to lush and how young is she? I think she's barely like 22. Yeah, I think early 20s uh, Lin- for sure. Lindsay Jordan. So she, of course, had a like a big hit release with Lush, and she was basically still in high school, wrote that album in high school. She went through a lot between then and now. She hit rehab. She, had, she went to rehab. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of it was the pressure from all the attention that she was getting. Yeah, I can't And so eventually it became, she turned her social media over to management. Right. She didn't want to, she didn't want to deal with all that, all of the requests for, well, you know, publicity and stuff like that. Imagine having that grown up talent, so to speak, of being an actual songwriter at an age when you're normally going to parties and you know, trying to figure yourself out and you have these two dynamics going. I couldn't imagine. I was barely trying to like pass, you know, algebra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But to have this talent to sit in your bedroom and, you know, write a full album is incredible. And that's exactly, that's coming full circle for her because, you good? Um, because COVID, of course, sent her back home, as I understand it, like a lot of people her age. And she had to hole up in her childhood bedroom and uh, rediscover things. And that's what we get with Valentine, which is super fantastic. It is so mature. I think it's much more polished mm-hmm. than Lush. And I just feel like she, for her age to have this much heartache, heartbreak, those are two different things in my opinion, but also just opinions and ideas about love and friendships and relationships and life in general. And to be able to put that in a way that all ages can understand. And in a course, she plays guitar, she plays everything. She's just so talented. Definitely check out Valentine. It is, um, it's a lyric, it's a lyric album. Like you need to pay attention to the lyrics on this album. So the opening track, Valentine, easily, I think one of the best songs on the album, but the whole thing is just, she's, she's grown up. She had some hard times. She grew up and she delivered, which was what that, a lot of that pressure was about. I got really pumped, like right in the middle of Valentine when it just blows up out of nowhere. Right. right? And there's I was some like, aggression. Here we go. In it. Yeah. <laughs> the ride. I was like, oh, let's well, go. She's really great about that, though. Like, she delivers that intense, like, some anger, some passion, all of that, but without screaming or anything like that. Like, she doesn't need to do that mm-hmm. because her lyrics are so strong. It's a love album in the sense of examining, I think, love from the outside. If that makes sense, I, I like get, examining other relationships. Yeah, in terms of it also felt like life. herself. Yeah, like it felt like she was like examining all these things she'd done in these few years and what she had to go through and why. Yeah. When you really just need to love yourself first, right? Yeah, I'm glad it I is. dove into that one. I went to that one after yeah, my album did not come out. All right, let's go there. <laughs> Kate, what happened? Because. I was diving into your album yesterday with the three songs that are already out. And I was like, man, I truly cannot wait to hear this whole album. And then now we got nothing. Dude, I've been so excited for this one. (laughs) New album from Holly Humberstone. Ever since earlier this year, The Walls Are Way Too Thin, that single came out, which is just one of the prettiest and most gorgeous songs I've heard this year. It is. It makes me sad. Um, it inflicts certain emotions in me. It's just gorgeous. And I've been excited for that album. And then I 10 o'clock rolled around last night and I went to go listen to it when new releases are out. And I was like, where is it? I don't, I don't see it anywhere. And then I checked her Twitter and she said, hey guys, going to wait one more week uh, to put this out. And this is going to be an EP. So we already have half the songs, mm-hmm. the song that really jumps out. At me and I wanted it to be Scarlet because that's my dog's name. And <laughs> no, I was actually body. listening to this while I was walking, so I was like, Ooh, I'm walking Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but please don't leave just yet. I actually ended up playing that I a know. couple more times because the production on that song, the lyrics are really simple, but they're really hard hitting, and it is a, a heartbreak, like breakup song for sure. Yeah, and you were just telling me, like, literally before we started recording, you are like, I like the third song that's out. I was like, what third song? I I so can't do, find it, it on just, my streaming service. Maybe it's just Apple. 
I don't know. What do you use? Okay, so I use Apple Music and I pay for the Ooh. like the tier top tier service. So maybe it was re- released for like Ooh, special. Yeah. Ooh. Typical Apple <laughs> snobbery here. Because <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I don't know this song. And so you played it for me and it's great. It's, so. Yeah. Walls well, you way- have me excited, though, about this album, because yeah. I, I would have let it slip by. Uh, Walls Are Way Too Thin are, is very slow, pretty light, but also very emotional. And then those other two songs are heavy and cool, and I can't wait to hear the rest of it. Like you said, it's an EP, so we probably don't have that many left to hear. Mm-hmm. And I know, because of what we've heard so far, it's going to be so good. So we'll wait another week. It is going to be out on the 12th at this point. And so we'll check back in next week and we'll yeah. see our thoughts. Can't because, wait. It's, yeah. She's vicious. She's so good. I'm, she's kind of vicious. Like I'm for, such a yeah. fan after this year of her. Real quick before we jump to singles, because there's a few big ones out. Um, have you, either of you dove into Blue Bannister's Lana Del Rey yet? Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I have some, some LDR news. Ooh. All right. It's number one on alter, on the Billboard Alternative Albums chart, but this, it gets bigger. <laughs> she was in a three-way tie with Coldplay and Foo Fighters for num- most number one alternative albums. She beat him because Blue Bannisters went number one on that album. So it's weird because Lana Del Rey is definitely not a radio star, right? She's not, not every alternative station plays her music and she's, she's just not, she doesn't transfer over in that way. But here she is beating out Foo Fighters and Coldplay. Hell yeah. Easily two of the biggest artists you hear on alternative yeah. radio. Two Foo Fighters day. just got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. So that's cool. And those are two For bands her. that like they they can literally release anything mm-hmm. and they'll get played. <laughs> right. They can release anything. But not her. Like, right, yeah. exactly. So that's huge for her. And I'm sure purchase, you know, money pays in, plays into that as far as people buying the album. It's just incredible. So shout out, girl. Good job, uh, call Lana. Me, call me, Lana. <laughs> Good singles out. Some surprises as well. Um, you're pretty excited. That Benny song is super rad. I love Benny. If you don't know Benny, she's a, they call her also a pop artist out of New Zealand. I've been following Benny since early in the pandemic last year, and just like I've gobbled up everything she's put out. Um, she's really cool. So her new single, and it's all caps. <laughs> I, I admire people that are like, "This is me." <laughs> in lights, Benny. <laughs> yes, it's B E on the marquee. B E N E E. If you don't know, uh, but her new song's called "Doesn't Matter," and. It really sticks out with me because I've been working on my mental health for well over a year. I actually got told on Tuesday that I am like three sessions away from being done and I've made a lot of progress. Ooh, awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. So listening to this brings like, it's cathartic for me because she has no problem talking about her mental health in any of her songs. And so the lyrics start off. What's it like to not have to think about it? That seems nice. Maybe I'm consumed by my mental. Does it hurt me? Maybe. Oh, well. Uh, She said she wrote the song when she was feeling truly overwhelmed, anxious, and stuck last year. And that's kind of where I was. And so, like, listening to this makes me remember that and visit that. And I feel okay with that. And, like, it's all, like, full circle for me. But I just love she's young and most of her songs are about her mental health and that really sticks out with me and this one's really great. I mean, But they're real like 
bouncy and kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I love when artists do that, where you know they have like a hard hitting subject, but at the same time, it's like, hey, this is catchy and fun. Yeah, <laughs> kind of take you through that ride, pretty much the roller coaster one, ride. This is a little bit like slower, but still just a heavy hitter. I Sweet. love it. Uh, last night, Green Day gave us a brand new song. It's called Holy Toledo. <laughs> I say, like, I think it has an exclamation point, so that's why I said I it think that it way. Does a lot of their songs recently have a lot of big news around Green Day? Obviously, they uh, announced the Incubus Jimmy Eat World Tour, North American tour for 2022. I don't think. We we have specific dates yet, but like a festival in March and then there's going to be a follow-up tour or something like that. Either way, they delivered a new single. Again, it's called Holy Toledo. And that may be what your brain thinks when you're listening to it because it sounds like a 60s pop song. Yeah. Am I wrong? Groovy. Well, and is it's so cool. Would, so would groovy be the right word? Groovy, yeah, baby. Groovy, baby. That's groovy. what I. That's the first word that came to my mind. So I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, yeah, I was driving I in I and listening it. to it, and um, there's a a burst of sound like in the first 30 seconds, and I was driving, and I went, "Whoa, okay, <laughs> holy Toledo, holy Toledo." Yeah. And if you know me, you know I'm a huge fan of Shame. Uh, They're a band out of the UK. They're pretty punk rock. They're super rad. They just dropped a new single. It's called This Side of the Sun. Uh, Shame isn't for everybody, uh, but it should be. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) They're super awesome. Uh, Check them out. Also, Slipknot delivering a brand new single last night, The Chapel Town Rag, which sounds like it would be like this. But it isn't. It sounds like this. <laughs> now, look, Slipknot is uh, getting through their tour currently. And I had uh, some friends and family go to the Slipknot show in Albuquerque. And one of my friends posted, and this is a huge Slipknot fan, someone who's seen them like a bunch of times. Their post was just this. Damn, that Slipknot show was wild, which the song is wild. It, I mean, I, it's a classic Slipknot sound, Slipknot song, but it is kind of wild. It's yeah. kind of like all it's, over the place. Mm-hmm. So Love first song we've had from them in good chaos. But yeah, uh, first song we've had from them in like two years. So it's good that they're on the road and of course giving us new music. Uh, my standout single this week is the new one from Foles. Excited to get new stuff from them. They have an album out in 2022. Classifying that as a dance slash disco record, which is kind of a, a good preview with this with this new single. It's called Wake Me Up. I'm going to play Before it. you go, I, go. That's what I keep, which is also then I get really sad because I think about the TikTok trend <laughs> where they stop where they wake me up. I'm like every time every time that music starts on TikTok, I'm like, uh, uh, scroll past it. It's about to be a sad video. Don't want to see it. Uh, but no, it's called Wake Me Up. I'm going to play it this Sunday on X1039 New Now. So Full said basically with this song, they over the last few years they've gone through a lot of different you know sounds and experimental stuff, and this is them going back to their roots almost. And so I think that's what we're going to get from the rest of the album. So, again, that'll be out in 2022. Also, I do want to shout out a couple bands. Um, the band Greer is mm-hmm. a band that I discovered this year. I love, by the way, was just talking about X1039 New Now. Um, when you do a show like that, you get sent a lot of music. It's overwhelming. And it's a we lot. miss a lot. In fact, sometimes after I listen to this podcast on Fridays... 
I get mad because I'm like, oh, we didn't even mention this or this mm-hmm. or that, but you just can't. Like, it's so much. We'll yeah. be here for two hours. I know. <laughs> I don't want to be here for two hours. I love you, but I don't want to be here for two hours, you guys. Uh, but in the stuff that you do, you know, listen to and put ears on, I mean, I've discovered so many new bands this year, and it's so exciting. A lot of indie stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. it's just there's a lot to dive into on that side. So Greer is one of those bands for me that I discovered this year. Recommended if you like bands like Bad Sons or mm-hmm. uh, Real Estate Ooh. or Peach Pit, Wallows, any of those bands. They've been compared to a lot. Um, they've been around for a few years. Named after Emma Greer, who was famous on Vine. Um, the drummer that was his girlfriend she passed away a few years ago of cancer so that's where their name comes from this the ep is real short sweet to the point it's called happy people um i don't know where i hear this but i hear really early muse in this ep and people might disagree with that that's fine but i couldn't i was listening to it and heard it several times um well you're a big fan so i trust you you know and muse has changed a lot since that first album so Um, but I hear a lot of, of that. So check out that album from Greer. It's a short EP. And then a uh, debut album from Fur, F-U-R, is out today. It's mm-hmm. called When You Walk Away. Standout song to me is any else, Anybody Else But Me. Also, To Be Next To Her. They're both back-to-back, so check it out. This album in particular, the band wanted said they wanted to pay homage to traditional rock and roll, like 50s, 60s stuff. So you get you know that with a modern twist on it. Cool. And Sounds it's cool. really cool. Hmm. For real. (laughs) I have one final thought that I want to go back to about Valentine. Can I do that real quick? Mm -hmm. Um, From Snail Mail. One thing I wanted to point out, which we talked about Pen15. So what (gasps) Pen15 does. (laughs) We did it. What Pen15 does is like they show you what uh, how sacred a girl's bedroom is and everything that happens in a girl's bedroom like, remember how protective you were of your bedroom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sucked if you ever had to share one with anyone. Yep. And you know that. You were a foster <laughs> kid. You probably had to share. And I was moved around a lot, so I had to share mm-hmm. in weird situations. My sister and I did till we were 16. Oh, no. So, but with that, one thing, like Kathleen Hanna pointed this out, the creation and imagination and the amazing things that can happen in a girl's bedroom is just that sacred. And I feel like that's what snail mail Lindsay Jordan has done and her having to go back and move in with her parents and be in her bedroom and be in this weird situation. Like imagine you're a kid, you have a hit album and then you're like a grown up, and then you're suddenly a kid again and you can't not live alone or for whatever reason. And so instead she created and all this came out of that emotion. So if you have daughters or a daughter or whatever, and she doesn't want you in her bedroom, there's a reason for that. <laughs> Stay the fuck out of it. You got shit going on in there. Just watch pin 15 and you'll know why. Oh gosh. <laughs> Can we do three? Mirrors, Can we get three? Where you could be playing with dolls or you could be making out with yourself in a mirror. It's just one of those two things. <laughs> you don't want to see it. So we talked about how Valentine from Snail Mill is a good Saturday morning album. Uh, Nathaniel Rateliff as well. Hell right? yeah. Uh, because you're going to be hungover. At least we probably are. Mm. Going to a sold out show tonight at the Black Sheep. I don't know how, but they found me. I'm so excited. They played at the Black Sheep in like 2018 or 19. Right. And so now we have them back. It's sold out, which that first one was not. 
They released Razzmatazz last year, which is one of my favorite albums of last year. And so tonight's going to be just insane, I think. I'm so excited. We saw them a few months ago. Yeah, we saw them in Denver with the Cage the Elephant, a lot of other bands, but... The the big stage is cool, seeing them on the big stage, but I'm looking forward to seeing them in this situation mm-hmm. in a you know, 400 capacity venue or whatever the Black Sheep is. I don't remember, but it's just intimate enough to make it an awesome show. We have another sold out show tomorrow night yeah. at the same place uh, with the Backseat Lovers. So that's crazy. And this then we was have like Re- our, the Rex next week, right? Yeah, wow. this was like our stretch of really cool black sheep shows. <laughs> I'm going to be so tired. <laughs> I'm, by the way, so excited to see the Rex. The Rex. I, You've been I, raving about the I Rex know, for so them. long, dude. Oh, oh I love them so much. Were they in much. Denver when you and I were backstage with Dreamers? Yeah. And they and were like can, upstairs. You can hear them. Like there's a part in the interview where I'm like, yeah, you can hear the Rex are up, upstairs playing right now. <laughs> That's great. Because you could hear, very faintly hear them. Yes. And I remember being really, because I wasn't really a fan yet, but everybody that was with us, like, we left that show and they were like, uh, you guys missed out. Yeah, we missed <laughs> them like, because of the it. interviews, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, so no, that was amazing. It'd be good to see them next week for um, sure. And I've never seen them, so... I'm ex- I'm so excited for that show. Um, I'm actually going to link, uh, we're running out of time, I think, but... In this post, I'm going to link um, a video interview that I did with the Rex just yesterday, which okay. was really fun. Sweet. I told him I'd keep him for 15 minutes, and I looked up, and it was 30, and I was like, you oh, no, they I'm like so to, sorry, guys. Yeah, you said they like to I talk a lot, leave. though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to leave. Then they had their dog on, which, oh. more dogs in interviews, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll link that and, of course, link the Spotify playlist where we include all the music that we talked about today. Um, we're going to go get ready for, I don't know how, but they found me to tear I'm up the stage. I'm tired already. <laughs> yeah, let's go.